Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susan Owensby is cooking. And welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 4th of June, the 155th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 210 days until the end of 2022. Hey, listen to this. In mid-May, I was reading the Washington Post and came across an article by Sidney Page with this as the header. Identical twin sisters unexpectedly give birth to sons on the same day. Now, who could pass up reading that? Not me. So, the twins, Aaron Cheplak and Jill Justiniani, who live in Anaheim, California, told journalist Sidney Page that it had been a running joke between the two of them throughout their pregnancies that they would give birth on the same day. They didn't think it would really happen, but... Just a few hours apart, in the same hospital, the twins each gave birth to bouncing baby boys, Oliver for Jill and Silas for Aaron. And if that's not enough, both boys weighed 7 pounds, 3 ounces at birth, and both measured 20 inches long. Twins. Fascinating, aren't they? But then again, all births are miracles, aren't they? There's a new miracle baby in El Sharkia, Egypt, who will certainly become a radio fan. RFI Listeners Club member Mohammed El Saeed Abd El Rahim sent me a very nice note and an even nicer photo of his new baby, a boy whom they named Abdul Rahman. Boy, is he cute! I'm sure you and your wife are filled with joy, Mohammed, if not with sleep. Oh, I remember baby days. And I'm sure I can speak for all the listeners in wishing a good and healthy life for little Abdul Rahman. This is the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. There's a veritable feast in store for you today. Olia's happy moment, news from the RFI English clubs, and, of course, some pretty great music. But first, it's time for the quiz. On the 7th of May, I asked you a question about an article from RFI English journalist David Coffey. EU fines against Poland's rule of law dispute surpass 160 million euros. The article was about the 1 million euros per day fine imposed on Poland by the European Union due to, as David wrote, and I quote, the European Union's accusation that Warsaw's conservative government had undermined judicial independence and rolled back democratic norms, end quote. But there is another daily fine for Poland from the EU as well, and that was your question. You were to write in and tell me what the other fine is for and how much per day that one is. 
The answer is the other fine is for refusing to close a coal mine. To quote David's article, the EU had imposed the fine of 500,000 euros a day last September for refusing to comply with an order to close its Turo mine producing lignite or brown coal. Poland's neighbors, the Czech Republic and Germany, had complained of environmental damage from the mine, including groundwater pollution as well as dust and noise. End quote. The winners of this week's quiz are Shahanaj Parvin Sati, who serves as president of the Nilshagor RFI fan club in Nilshagor, Bangladesh, and Mrs. Nadira Begum, who's a member of the Shetu RFI listeners club in Naugaon, also in Bangladesh. Rounding out the list of lucky winners this week are RFI Listeners Club members Samar Mukhopadhyay from West Bengal, India, Solomon Fesahazian from Asmara, Eritrea. Welcome back, Solomon. And last but certainly not the least, Kanwar Santu from British Columbia in Canada. Congratulations, winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. <laughs> France's Molière Theatre Awards have been cancelled for two years because of COVID, but this past Monday, on they were again. I'm very proud as an Anglophone to say that our beloved bard, William Shakespeare, swept the 33rd awards ceremony. Lena Breban's version of his comedy, As You Like It, won four awards. Best show in a private theater, best direction, best actress for Barbara Schultz, and best supporting actress for Ariane Mourier. I didn't see it because it was in French, which would be a little odd to my ears, but even if not in Shakespeare's original glorious words, I'm glad the play itself pleased the French. My question to you is, what is the name of the couple who won the prizes for visual and sound creation and for which play? And what is the name of the couple's current hit at the Comédie Française? Again, reread our article, Shakespeare Comes Out on Top at France's Molière Theatre Awards, and answer these questions. What are the names of the people who won the prizes for visual and sound creation and for which play? And what is the name of their current hit play at the Comédie Française? To help you with the answers, you can find our article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com. It's also on the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages. And here's something new. The chance to win bonus points. If, in addition to your answer to this week's quiz question, you take the time to answer an additional question, you'll be eligible for an extra gift. How about that? This week's bonus point question is, where is the most embarrassing place you've fallen asleep? <laughs> Again, answer the bonus question this week. Where is the most embarrassing place you've fallen asleep? along with the week's regular quiz question, and you'll be eligible for an extra gift. And you'll make me happy. And the show will be more interesting. And you'll feel good being more involved with the show. 
The ands go on and on. So, to your pens. You have until the 18th of July to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 23rd of July to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-31129682. That's plus 336-31129682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. This is the Sound Kitchen. Sound, Sound Kitchen. Kitchen. And Susan Owensby's cooking. music for a grand event. Two brand new official RFI clubs are born. There's the RFI Girls Web Club. There are 16 members and their president is Samina Gull. They're in Laya, Pakistan and most of the members are teachers. Hurrah for teachers! There's also the 40-member strong RFI World Radio Club led by Biswanat Mandal. They're a very active club in their community in Islamapur, which is in West Bengal, India. We're proud to welcome the RFI Girls Web Club and the RFI World Radio Club to the RFI English Club family. Welcome, welcome, and welcome again. We all look forward to hearing about your club's activities and looking at your photos. Rendezvous on the RFI English Club's Facebook page. And by the way, Everyone can look at the RFI English Club's Facebook page, but only the members of the independent RFI clubs can post on it. I encourage all of you to look at it regularly. There are always photos of the various good initiatives undertaken by the clubs. And while we're on the subject of clubs and the RFI English Club's Facebook page, be sure and take a look at the photos posted by Shavindu Paul, the president of the RFI Matali Listeners Club. Earlier this month, with the Murshidabad Betar Shrota Paribar, as well as many other participating radio clubs, they organized a big Radio DX exhibition in Murshidabad. It sure looks as if it were a success. Thanks for posting, Shivindu. And on the RFI Listeners Club Facebook page, the page dedicated to members of the general RFI Listeners Club, RFI Listeners Club member Sahadat Hussein posted photos of a DXing meetup he attended in Dhaka, Bangladesh. The event was organized by Radio Tehran's Irib Fan Club Bangladesh and was held at the National Press Club in Dhaka. Take a look. 
If you are a member of the General RFI Listeners Club, be sure and ask to join the page. Just be sure and answer the questions, one of which is your membership number. And if you'd like to join the club, just write to me at english.service at rfi.com and I'll get you signed up. That's english.service at rfi.com. And for upcoming events, Mr. Najimuddin, the president of the RFI International DX Radio Listeners Club in Murshidabad, West Bengal, India, is deep in preparations for a listener meetup and DX exhibition on the 15th of August, which is India's 76th Independence Day. Good luck with all your organization, Najimuddin, and be sure and post lots of photos. Clubs are not the only ones who are happy. Here's my colleague, Olya. Just take a pinch of inspiration, a bunch of good vibes, a drop of creativity, and sprinkle it with sunshine. And there you have the perfect recipe for a happy moment. Hello, Sound Kitchen listeners. Olya Horton from the RFI English team here. Hope you're well. This week, my happy moment is about how I am still floating on a cloud after returning from the Cannes Film Festival. It is rather appropriate that the poster for this year's event features actor Jim Carrey in the film The Truman Show walking up a flight of stairs that disappears into a pale blue sky dotted with dreamy white clouds. Well, that's exactly where you'll find me. Where do I begin? So many things made me happy during these past jam-packed two weeks covering the festival for RFI. And despite the fatigue, I can honestly say it was a fun experience. For a start, I'd like to give a shout out to my colleague Jan Bordelas, an excellent technician and an ideas man. If you haven't already had the chance, take a look at the range of colourful videos we were able to make together, taking in not only the perspective of various filmmakers, but also the vibes of the people on the streets. Secondly, despite having to change some plans at the last minute or having interviews cancelled, other opportunities presented themselves and we made the most of it. You just have to go with the flow. One of the really creative and inspiring people I met there was Shonak Sen from India, whose touching film, All That Breathes, won the L'Oeil d'Or Award for Best Documentary. He told me that his film stemmed from seeing a bird fall out of the sky in Delhi one day. He went to investigate and came across two brothers managing a clinic to rescue birds struggling to survive in a world of climate change and pollution. He spent the next three years recording their activities and his film is very moving. Although it was sad to see the devastation brought on by humans, it was also a touching reminder of how delicate and precious life is. I also met some of the participants of the La Fabrique Cinema Workshop for young filmmakers coming from different countries. One of them was Abhinash Bikram Shah from Kathmandu, Nepal. As well as seeking investment for his first feature film called Elephants in the Fog, he received some good news. His short film, Laurie, Melancholy of My Mother's Lullabies, was given a special distinction after being selected to run in the short film category of the Cannes Festival. Bravo! Finally, what can I say? It was beautiful weather in Cannes. Sunny and hot, but not too hot. And there were a few opportunities to grab a quick swim in between assignments. Who could resist that calm turquoise water? What about you? Do you have a happy moment to share with your fellow Sound Kitchen listeners? 
Don't be shy. You can send them to The Sound Kitchen or get in touch through Facebook. You can leave a message on The Sound Kitchen answering machine or you can go ahead and record your happy moment and send it to us in an email. All the addresses and phone numbers you need can be found on the Sound Kitchen page of our website, rfienglish.com. And when you record, just make sure you hide under a blanket. It makes for better sound quality. That's all from me this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Ollie Horton. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now. Thank you, Olya. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen. And keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many thanks to Stephen S. Lee for mixing the show, and thanks to you for listening. You're not going to believe it, and I feel a bit guilty telling you, but I won't be with you for the next three weeks. I have to have my hip replaced. I understand it is now an easy operation, and I'll be up and about quickly and dancing the tango before too long, or at least walking without pain, which will be a very nice thing. So forgive me for abandoning you again. I've left behind some hot meals for you, though. You'll hear three programs of listener musical requests while I'm out. And I'll be back with you on the 2nd of July with the answer to the question about the three countries that want to join the European Union. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. And stay safe, my friends. Thinking of my dancing days to come, I thought of the king of tango, Carlos Gardel, and his version of La Cumparsita. La Cumparsita was written in 1916 by Uruguayans Gerardo Matos Rodriguez and Roberto Firpo, and is, of course, about how dreadful life is since the man's love left him. I think you'll recognize it. This is a wonderful old scratchy recording from 1928. Enjoy. <laughs> Volviendo a tu pasado, te acordarás de mí. Los amigos ya no vienen, ni siquiera a visitarme. Nadie quiere consolarme en mi aflicción. Desde el día que te fuiste, siento angustias en mi pecho. De si percanta que has hecho de mi pobre corazón, al cotorro abandonado, ya ni el sol de la mañana asoma por la verdad como cuando estaba y aquel perrito compañero que por tu ausencia no comía. Al verme solo el otro día, también me dejó. Si supiera que aún dentro de mi alma conservo aquel cariño que tuve para ti, quién sabe si supiera que nunca te he olvidado 
volviendo a tu pasado, te acordarás de mí.